In today's podcast, we dive into the ego, uh, a basic overview of what the ego is, and then some steps on how to control your ego and tell your ego who's in charge. So when we think of ego, most of us think of that cocky prick bully that we knew at high school, or that guy who struts around with his chest back and his big pecs popping out, thinking like he's God's gift to the world. Or it might be that girl who thinks she's hotter than the rest of you, that girl who thinks she can achieve more than you, who boasts about everything that she has. Or it might be that boss of yours who belittles you and tells you how much better they are than you and that you'll never make it to where they are. We think of ego as someone who's cocky, essentially, be it a male, a female, or someone who identifies as, as neither. Ego does not discriminate between gender. And having an ego is in fact something that we all have. I'm going to tell you something right now that if that's your only definition of ego, then you're wrong. Essentially what the ego is, is it's a function of our mind that wants us to feel comfortable. The ego is something that sits in the back of your head and tells you that something might not make you feel comfortable. It might not make you feel important. It might not make you feel secure. So for some people, ego can be shown in a way that makes them seem like a bully, makes them seem like someone who's cocky or over the top or narcissistic. Yes, that can occur through the ego and that can be how people's egos uh, are shown to the rest of us. But the ego can also be something like not taking on a challenge that may help you in the future. Not, not subscribing to a course because you're afraid if you fail. Not asking someone on a date because you're scared they'll say no. Not getting out of bed in these trying times because you're afraid that if you even move, you might cry. Not asking for help because you're scared of what people might think of you. Ego is something that convinces you otherwise because it might be uncomfortable if you do so. Ego's only concern is with self. And quite often, the insecurities that each and every one of us have, and actually all of the time, those insecurities are driven by the ego. So if you're sitting at home thinking that you don't have an ego because you're overly polite, or you say yes to everything, or you're not the kind of person that'll take on challenges because you don't want others to see you fail, then you too, my friend, have an ego. We all have an ego, and it comes out in many, many ways. 90% of the time, the ways the ego is shown is through insecurities, not through that bullish, cocky prick that walks down the street. No. Your ego probably comes out during the day when you say no to things that'll help you in the future because you're scared of failing. 
Your ego probably comes out when you choose not to go on a date with someone because you're scared of what they might think of you. Your ego comes out when you're really struggling, really, really struggling. Maybe it's mentally, maybe it's financially, maybe it's physically, but you're too scared to ask for help because you're afraid that people might see you as being vulnerable. This is the ego, and we all have it, but we can control it. So I'm going to tell you a few steps. Let's name it three. Let's keep it super simple. Three steps to controlling your ego, three steps that have worked for me. The first one, and I think this is so important, and and it's going to sound crazy, and you're probably going to laugh and think this is absolutely fucking ridiculous, but it works. The first thing is to name your ego. Mine is called Jerry. I call my ego Jerry because I love a show called Rick and Morty. And there's a character in there called Jerry who is an absolutely insecure um, man shrouded by ego. He doesn't take anything on. He's too scared to say no. Um, And he's super, super narcissistic, self-obsessed. He's all about him. So I named my ego Jerry. The reason why I think this is so important, why it's so important to name your ego, to identify it, is because when we, as human beings, when we give an identity to someone, we're able to better relate to it. We're able to better understand it. We're able to have conversations with it. It has an identity now. It's not just an invisible force. It's now an identity that can be broken down and controlled. So step one, simple is to name your ego. The second step I call the fuck you Jerry step. So for you it might be, I don't know, fuck you Annie or fuck you Barry or fuck you Sam or fuck you Gary. Whatever you've decided to name your ego. Whatever character you've decided to depict it as. It's the fuck you, your character step. So for me it's fuck you Jerry. So essentially what this is is Whenever I can feel uh, Jerry coming into my head and trying to convince me against a task that I know will benefit me, a task that I know that I should be getting done, a task that even though I might not enjoy doing at the time, is going to help me. Whenever my ego gets in the way of asking for help, for asking for support, wherever my ego starts to control me when I'm having a discussion, as it tries to turn it more into an argument, supporting my narcissistic traits. Whenever that happens, I interrupt my mind and say, fuck you, Jerry. And I always follow that up with, you're not in control. This is step two. By doing this, you're identifying with your inner Jerry, whatever you've decided to name your Jerry, and you're telling this identity, this person, this character in your mind, that you are the one that controls them. That even though you know that sometimes they're just doing the best they can with their little tiny ego minds, that you are in control. And that if you want something to happen, you can. So, that's step two. And now step three, and this I think is the hardest part, is to back it up with massive action. So, once you've told Jerry to get fucked, You need to actually go ahead and do the action. Because then, if you don't, Jerry still wins. 
So for me, a simple one, let's really simplify this. In the morning when I have my cold showers, I never want to do it. Never. Not once do I hop in there and go, yeah, woo, time to have a cold shower. I can't fucking wait. No, I hate it. I hate having the cold showers. It sucks. But I know that that, that those feelings and those thoughts are coming from Jerry because he wants me to feel comfortable. But I know with science and for my own mental well-being, that those cold showers are going to help me. So each and every morning, I get in there, I say, fuck you, Jerry, and I have my damn cold shower. And I breathe through it, and by the end of it, I am so much happier, so much more motivated for it. So step three is to take massive action. A bigger example could be something like, for me, something that I'm looking at doing once everything recovers from this epidemic is to invest in real estate and to really grow my personal wealth. Something that I've neglected to do throughout my 20s because I've been traveling and because I've been doing things I love and also because I allowed Jerry to, uh, to let me stay in my kind of zone of comfort that, oh, I don't need money and yada, yada, yada. So what I'm doing is... I'm now identifying that this is something Jerry is trying to restrict me from doing. I'm saying, fuck you, Jerry. And the massive action I'm taking right now is to read and to learn as much as I possibly can about real estate, about building my own um, financial plans, about investing, about stocks, about cryptocurrency, about anything that I can do to build up my, uh, my wealth in the next 10 years. But the key now is that I keep backing this up with massive action. Because the moment I stop, the moment I stop is the moment that Jerry wins. And as we all know, fuck you, Jerry. So I hope this podcast helps you, especially in these trying times. And if any of you want to reach out, ask for support, have a conversation, an open conversation without any judgment, you can reach us at Massey Bros, M-A-S-S-I-E underscore B-R-O-S. I'm Jacques, so you can ask for me. Or if you're in Australia, call me. Send me a message. 047-605-8877. Much love to you all. Stay safe and stay quarantined.